Podcast Answer Man, episode number 290. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hey, this is Rick, co-founder and CEO of Blog World New Media Expo, and you're listening to the Podcast Answer Man. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this, my friends, is the podcast about podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you have been podcasting for many years, or you haven't quite yet recorded that first episode, there's something we can all do to take our show to the next level. Yes, my friends, there is always something we can do to take things to the next level. And one of them is probably just going ahead and skipping another week of production when you have been diagnosed with a mild case of the flu and a bronchial infection. And when your doctor tells you to not get out of bed, but you know that that no ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. Um, now, if, if some of you are laughing because you know exactly what I mean. Uh, when I say that before before I go any further, let me just say this is if this is your first time ever listening to podcast answer man, this episode is not like almost any other episode. I, I think maybe in almost 300 episodes, there might be three or four episodes total that are like this one. Um, this one, I, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be a complete train wreck. I have no idea how it's going to turn out. I think it may end up being one of my most inspirational uh, episodes, or it may be one of those ones that I wish I never hit the record button on. I don't know, but one thing I can tell you, if this is your first impression of Podcast Answer Man, stop right now. Go listen to any other episode uh, from the last several months. You'll get a good feel for what this show is. And then come back and once you know, like, and trust me, if you do, if not, you'll just go somewhere else anyway. That's just pretty cool uh, that you have that option to do that. But, uh, you know, if, if you, you'll come back and you'll understand I am always who I am and I am here today bringing me. In fact, some of you don't know this, but I broadcast myself recording this show live on Thursday mornings on Ustream. So I'm in HD video. Um, well, pretty close to HD video. I, I think they compress it down quite a bit. But anyway, I'm it, it's pretty darn close up. Um, I'm literally sitting in my pajamas and uh, I did brush my teeth this morning, but I did not fix my hair. I look like a train wreck this morning and I don't care. <laughs> I, I, did, uh, I woke up January 1st with 102.6 fever. And, uh, of course, doctor's office closed on New Year's Day. So just riding out fevers going up and down, up and down between 100 to 102 to 103. And, um, woke up yesterday morning, which was, gosh, what is today? Maybe a Tuesday. I don't know. I, I can't even keep the day straight anymore. Anyway, I woke up yesterday morning, whenever that was, I think that was Wednesday because today I think is Thursday. Yeah, that that sounds about right. Anyway, yeah. So so to, was Tuesday the first? It doesn't matter. Just keep moving forward. See, this is the train wreck. 
part that I was telling you about right here. It doesn't matter. I woke. You don't even care about these details. You're like, Cliff, just get on with it. Right. But anyway, so um, yesterday I got up, had 103.2 fever, went into the doctor at 9 a.m. And uh, doctor says, you've got a mild case of the flu. It's not full blown. You caught it early. Um, you also have a bronchial infection. And I'm like, OK, that I will uh, take whatever medications you've got for me. She prescribed me some antibiotics and this thing called Theraflu or something like that. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'm going to be better by, uh, well, this weekend. And I'll tell you why in a little bit. But I want to I just want to take a minute and explain the ain't nobody got time for that. If you if you if you have not been um, blessed with the opportunity to be exposed to Sweet Brown, uh, who 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 actually her her home the place of where she lived, it might have been an apartment building, but her home burned pretty much to the ground where she lived. And uh, she was interviewed for a local news station about her experience. And, you know, just the 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 way she speaks is it's it's not necessarily, you know, making fun of her, but it is, you know, it's certainly a different way of speaking. And I love I just love it. And um, what's funny is this thing's several years old. I mean, several years old. Um, but my kids just discovered this probably about a month ago. And, um, and so I want to, I want to share it with you. I do. Uh, and did I actually, I can't, did I do that? I actually closed a browser that had these things open already. That's all right. I'll just go ahead and open it up here. And I know that I'll have to go through an advertisement so I can skip it in three, two, one, zero, skip ad. Here's the original news um, sound clip right here. One resident describes her horrifying experience when she first realized the complex was on fire. Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop. Then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. According to the apartment manager, the fire started in a woman's home who is wheelchair bound. She was treated for smoke inhalation at a local hospital. There were no other reports of injuries. The Red Cross is helping those families displaced by the fire. All right. So there you go. That's the original. So you can tell that uh, um, she she definitely has a unique personality, which which I absolutely love. I really do. And um, this was right about the time that this thing called auto tuning became popular. And, and uh, that's where they can actually go in and make people's voice kind of uh, go up and down and, and almost set it to music, if you will. And they have the Sweet Brown Auto-Tune remix, which I'm going to play for you now because I love this. And by the way, you can even pick this up on Spotify, which my kids absolutely love to play over and over again. So here you go. I'm going to play the whole two-minute song, the remix of Ain't Nobody Got Time For That. One resident describes her horrifying experience when she first realized the complex was on fire. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. 
a cold pop. Then I thought somebody was barbecuing. 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 I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. Ain't nobody getting time for that. There you go. Ain't nobody got time for that. If you have never been introduced to that before, I you can thank me later for having that stuck in your head for the next two months. Anyway, I love it. I absolutely do love it. And uh, that's exactly how I feel. It, it's funny because um, I was talking with my good friend, Father Roderick Von Hogan, on Friday, and <laughs> he was telling me about some big projects that he's got working on, that he's going to be working on in January and February. And... Uh, uh, and, and he says, you know, everything's going to be great. It's going to be fine as long as I don't get sick. And I'm like, yeah, because ain't nobody got time for that. And he um, and that's when I basically told him, um, you know, the the whole story about this. And so I was actually playing this for him before I got sick. Um, but yeah, so with and, and it's not funny that I have bronchitis, but, uh, you know, it, it, ain't nobody got time for this stuff. It, it's, it's just true. You know, when you own your own business. You can't be down like this, especially after you just took six days off for Christmas vacation. Ain't nobody got time for that. Um, so anyway, yeah, um, a couple things. No, so why am I here today? Why am I still recording? Well, I could have waited a couple days and maybe just recorded this late for you guys and got one out this weekend after a little bit more rest. But uh, I am not going to be here this weekend. And in fact, on Saturday... I, Saturday morning, early morning, I will be boarding a plane to Las Vegas, and I will be there until f- late Friday evening, uh, like midnight Friday evening, and taking a really late flight back home and flying back home kind of like overnight and into the next day even. Uh, crazy story, uh, and it's my own fault because I ac- extended my tr- uh, stay by an additional two days for, um, uh, what was I saying? Uh, I extended my stay for an extra two days at the very last minute so that I could enjoy CES a little bit more. So that's right. I'm going to Las Vegas for New Media Expo primarily and for CES, the Consumer Electronics Show. Now, here's the thing. I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, Las Vegas, and here's why. Um, and, and, and by the way, there's a ton more reasons than this, but uh, let me just tell you the highlights that I'm most looking forward to. First and foremost, there are 15 members and two of the spouses, uh, so a total of 17 representatives from the podcast mastermind that are coming to New, New Media Expo. That's right, 15 
15. Now we have well over 40 members of the podcast mastermind and 15 of them will be there. Not only that, but there are some other very, very close friends of mine that uh, I've met either through podcasting A to Z or just over the years through the gspn.tv community. And there's uh, a total, I'm I'm looking at a list, I'm not going to name all these people. Um, I will name the members of the Podcast Mastermind though, how about that? Um, Let's see here, the Podcast Mastermind members that are coming, uh, Chuck Wood, John Skiba, Cesar Abid, Jonathan Shank, Albert Hathazi, Peter Adal, David Winchell, uh, Peter or Michael Patrone, Lucy Patrone, his wife is coming, Karen Hogue, uh, Dustin Hartzler, Jen Swanson, PJ Jonas, her husband Jim Jonas will be with us as well, Steve Cloida, Carrie Lutz, and John Dumas. So there you go. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing a bunch of other people like Pat Flynn, Jared Easley, Chris Murphy, Nick Solberg, um, Daniel Hayes, Dominic Ciotti, uh, or uh, anyway, he knows that I know who he is, but can't always pronounce his name. I always ask him to tell me, but then I I forget it. So I really am sorry about that, Dominic. Anyway, Daryl Darnell, Sheila Butler, I mean, just so many other people. I, I could go on and on, but this is a time for me to get together with all of those people that I know through online relationships And this is one place where I come and see all of these people, not to mention the fact that Leo Laporte is going to be there. And uh, I'm just thrilled to have had a part in making sure that that happened. Uh, And that's pretty cool. I'm thrilled that the podcast awards is going to be there, uh, that, uh, you know, Leo is going to emcee that award ceremony, uh, that all the podcasters are going to be there. Trophies are going to be handed out in person. It's going to be a ton of fun. Andy Anako, I think I've already mentioned his name, but anyway, he's uh, also coming. He's a uh, from Mac Break Weekly, a show that I watch every week, and uh, so glad that he's coming out. And and yes, I am going to CES. the The last day of New Media Expo is the first day of the Consumer Electronics Show, and of course, it's, the CES goes on for a couple of days after that. But um, so I I get there Saturday night. Um, Saturday afternoon, I think, and um, show starts on Sunday, then it's uh, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, and then on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I will have completely to myself to do anything I want, anything I want, so I am thrilled to have that opportunity, I'll probably get myself a rental car, um, I'll probably drive out to the pawn shop uh, that you see on Pawn Stars. I'm a huge fan of that TV show. I may actually see if there's any way that I can uh, contact the folks over at uh, American Re- uh, or Rick's Restoration. Uh, I don't know if that's possible or not. If if they would be bothered by fans of their show constantly come, you know, calling them or asking them. But then again, maybe they don't get that a lot because people are always afraid that to ask. So you never know. Uh, but yeah, and and who knows? I, I I'm just looking forward to to you know exploring Vegas my own way. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people talk about it being Sin City and all the gambling and prostitution and all the other junk that goes along with that. But um, you know, I'm 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 going for my own uh, you know enjoyment, and I'm going to have a great time. I believe. 
Now, originally I thought, am I going to do an episode of Podcast Answer Man next week? And, um, you know, it was real easy for me to say, you know, well, maybe I'll record two shows this week. Obviously, I don't have it in me to record another show. (laughs) Excuse me, like this. Uh, I don't have another, I don't have it in me to record another show right after this. And I thought, you know what, it, you know, Thursday, that's, that's after New Media Expo has ended. Uh, Maybe during New Media Expo or maybe right after New Media Expo, maybe I'll just get behind my Roland recorder and record an episode, just giving you my breakdown of what happened there and, and stuff. So yeah, going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Nick says, go to the Hoover Dam. Pretty neat. I might do that. I might do that. So, um, yeah. Okay. So, um, I said all of those things. Yeah. So we're done. You know what? I just want to say one funny thing here real quick. You know, I've never been to Las Vegas before in my life. If I just never have been there and it's been a place I, I've always wanted to go. Um, and, and I had an opportunity back in January of 2009 to go all expenses paid. And this is, by the way, after the most difficult year financially that I had ever experienced in my lifetime was January, it was actually 2008. Um, it was the first year that I, I did podcasting full time as my career. Um, and, and we just barely, barely made it financially to put food on the table and, and stuff like that. But I was actually um, brought on by Panasonic to actually be a part of a team of bloggers and podcasters who would cover the event for Panasonic. They were going to give us cameras and equipment and all this stuff, and we were going to go there and share our experience at CES with our respective online communities. And I was so excited about it. And right before, like two days before my flight was supposed to take off, um, I came down with a massive gallbladder attack and uh, found out that I had gallstones and they told me I pretty much had to have um, a gallbladder removal surgery. And the surgery was supposed to be the day of my flight taking off. And I was like, can I just live with the pain until I get back? I mean, come on. And they said, no, you know, there's a good chance if we don't get this, you could die. Uh, because there was something called, uh, I don't know, something in a cystic duct or something. It doesn't matter at this point. But anyway, it kept me from going and I felt horrible canceling at the last minute. Um, I felt horrible for missing this wild opportunity and stuff like that. But, um, you know, here I am. It is January 2013. So 10, 11, 12, 13, four years later, it's January. It's CES time. Yet again, I have all expenses paid, and um, well, guess what? I'm <laughs> I'm diagnosed with the flu and a bronchial infection. And when I say, when people say, "Well, maybe you want to fly out later and stuff like that," and I'm like, "Ain't nobody got time for that." So I'm on my medications. I outside of recording this show, and I might record Family from the Heart later. I have been laying down. I have been resting. I am taking the medications. And by golly, I will be ready to fly to Vegas on Saturday. Uh, So looking forward to it. And if you're going to be there, I look forward to seeing you there. All right. 
so we've covered that. That um, one little thing that I have here, I've been hearing a lot of people talk about uh, a little wonder, wonder microphone, wonder, wonder. Um, can't speak right now. Hold on, let me take a drink of uh, some liquid here. Ah, that's better. So um, it's an Audio Technica ATR twenty one hundred. Dash USB is the model number. It's an ATR twenty one hundred dash USB. Now this is a USB and XLR microphone uh, from Audio Technica. Um, it's a, as far as when you pull it out of the box here. Oh, by the way, I've heard some other podcasters talk about this, and they said they really like it. Um, you know, I've been you know, when people are looking for an inexpensive. Uh, XLR microphone. They've been asking me what do I recommend, and I've been recommending the Shure SM28 microphone uh, because it's built like uh, a, a rock, and you could actually use a Shure SM58 as a hammer uh, to hammer in a nail, and it will still function perfectly. Uh, and it's ninety nine dollars. But I've been hearing some good things about Audio Technica. Now, I I would not try hammering a nail with this one, uh, nor would I recommend trying it with another one or, or with the SM58. But um, anyway, that, so the I, I decided I've heard enough good things, people saying good things about this microphone, that I went ahead and ordered one for myself just to see what you know I thought of it. So I just pulled it out of the box. I've I, literally have not had it out of the box. Since I, um, since I, um, had this, what did, they're asking SM58 in the chat room. Uh, anyway, so here, here's the situation. I pulled it out. It, it, it in my hands. As far as the the weight of it, it feel, it's got a good weight to it. It does come with a a good like a mic stand or a mic holder. You would need a you know a, a tabletop mic stand or a boom mic arm to bring it to you. And it does come with a little tripod thing. Honestly, I think the tr- little tripod thing, you should probably consider just throwing it right into the trash, unless you're gonna pile up some big boxes or something like that to, to bring it up to your, mi- your, your mouth level. But uh, it does come with an XLR cable, and it also comes with a USB cable. Now, um, on the side of the microphone, it's got an on and off mic switch. And um, I will tell you that that feels a little cheap. Uh, and, and rightfully so when you hear about the price in a little bit. But um, yeah, it, 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 the, 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 the actual mic uh, on and off switch does feel a little chintzy. Doesn't feel like it's all that uh, good of a quality there. On the bottom of the microphone, it does have an XLR port. It's got a uh, standard uh, mini USB uh, port, so you can plug this in via USB to your computer. It also has a 1 8 inch headphones jack, so you can plug in your earbuds or a a regular 1 8 inch uh, headphones of any type, actually, and plug it in, and it has a volume control to turn the volume up or down so that you can actually monitor both uh, the audio from your computer and also from the microphone. So now, of course, I have not plugged in the USB on this, so I have not confirmed this. But my assumption is that when you plug this in via USB, 
that it actually becomes a sound card or a sound device. So it actually becomes the microphone as a preference in the microphone sound preferences. And it also would be, I would assume, come as an opportunity for your speaker to go in and change it to this microphone so that whatever is assigned to this device in speaker preferences um, would come out the headphones here. Uh, and I have, and I also, I, I'm assuming that you can um, plug in the headphones and hear your own audio as you are speaking. Um, and again, I have not yet confirmed that. Maybe I'll confirm that later. But what I wanted to do for you is right now, I am talking into a high LPR 40 and I'm going to pause for a second. I'm going to switch over to this microphone and see what it sounds like. Okay, so here I am. This is what it sounds like with um, uh, with the uh, ATR2100 USB. Now, of course, I do not have a windscreen. Let me put a windscreen on here. All right, now I have a windscreen. Pop, 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 pee, pop, pop, pop. So I have a windscreen on here, and this is what it sounds like, which um, I will tell you is not bad. Uh, it def- it definitely does not have the full body of my voice, so I lost some of my lower frequency, and um, and Daniel says it makes you sound like you have a mild case of the flu. <laughs> yeah, so that that is a drawback. Um, but anyway, that's funny. But no, it it actually does have a little bit more of a hollow feel to it than than the Heil. But that's to be expected. I mean, even. Even between the Shure SM58 and the High LPR40, there is this same kind of difference. But um, but no, th- I mean this actually has a very decent sound to it. Uh, so here is my voice with the XLR use of the ATR2100 USB, and now I'm going to switch right back over, and here I am with the uh, fuller spectrum of the audio frequencies of my voice uh, included on the high LPR 40. So yeah, very, very nice little microphone. I must say Um, the on and off switch is a little bit of a drawback. I do believe Um, the audio quality is where I would expect it to be for the price that it is. Assuming that the USB functionality all works exactly the way that I said, this is something I might recommend to some people. Um, People always say, what what USB microphone would you recommend? And I've always ex, uh, expressed that I would recommend getting a Shure SM58 and then getting the X2U device, which the X2U is a XLR or USB, no, XLR to USB adapter. Uh, so you would pluck that little device into the bottom of your Shure SM58 and then it would plug in via USB and does ha- all that stuff. But this one has it built in. It has both USB and XLR and what I like about that, it's one device. It, uh, it would allow you to start out using this as USB and then when you do decide you want to add a second person in studio or you want to start doing mix minuses and recording into a digital audio recorder like I usually recommend, then you could use this as um, an XLR microphone. And if you ever decide you want to upgrade all the way up to the high LPR 40, this would still make a great guest guest microphone for somebody who's in the studio as a guest. Uh, So yeah, ATR2100 USB. I do have some affiliate links if you're interested. 
And my affiliate link for Amazon is gspn.tv slash Amazon ATR2100. Again, that's Amazon ATR2100. And it's currently only $43.60 there. $43.60. For $43.60, this is an amazing buy. Uh, it really, really is. All right. And then my B&H photo uh, affiliate link is gspn.tv slash BHATR2100. And their price is where it should be, uh, which is $79.99. And by the way, my B&H stuff is, there's hardly ever a time where they're off on price like that. And what happens is Amazon sometimes will have these retailers that sell things at a massive loss uh, because they know that you're going to end up buying other stuff. So anyway, um, at this point, I would just tell you to go ahead and use uh, Amazon to grab that. GSPN.tv slash Amazon ATR2100 if you're looking for a little portable microphone or something to get you started. It, it, it's definitely something worth looking into. I, I, I like it. Very cool. All right. Um, let's see here. Uh, Bluehost signups and how does that have anything to do with New Year's resolutions versus goals? Here's the situation. Normally at the end of the show, I play the music and I say a huge thank you to all of you who are using my Bluehost affiliate link to sign up for your Bluehost hosting account. Now, as you guys know, when you sign up over at gspn.tv slash Bluehost um, to sign up for your hosting with them, um, whatever account you end up getting with them, I always get a very generous commission from that. And I'm saying it's a very generous commission. Uh, it, it does it does me well here. And, I, and I'm very thankful for that. And so one of the things that I like to do is I like to say thank you to those who sign up. As soon as you sign up, I immediately get an email. I mean, I'm talking instantly. I get an email saying that you've signed up. And so I want to say thank you to John Lane Podcasts dot org louisville law dot com the sports duo dot com and the last one here will have order dot com so i want to say thank you to all of you behind those urls for signing up using my affiliate link for bluehost i really appreciate all of that so the next thing i want to tell you here uh, is I clicked on willhaveorder.com and uh, I love the clean, fresh look of this domain and it's from somebody named Kathy. Now, I didn't get Kathy's last name, but uh, I do love the clean look of this and uh, she wrote her first post. It says, in the beginning, and I'm going to pause for just a minute, grab myself a drink, and then I'll read this to you. Okay, she says, hi, my name is Kathy and I'm a procrastinator. It's nice to meet you. As I was contemplating what my New Year's resolutions were going to be this year, I realized this. I never maintain my resolutions. Many people have all of these great ideas of what they want to do, get done, get accomplished in the new year. Come January 1st, they're gung-ho and full of vim and vigor, whatever that means, to turn over a new page, to start something new and are full of good intentions. This includes me. Somehow, at the end of the year, more often than not, 
in the final analysis of what I've accomplished, achieved, or completed with said resolutions, the sum total remains zero. Zilch. Nada. Nothing. It's pretty depressing. So this year, I'm determined to take action, to do something proactive, get something done, and incidentally, to be, uh, be able to account for how I've spent my 2013. So there you go. Kathy Mack is what it actually says down here. So it says, Intention by Kathy Mack. So there you are. That's Kathy's first post that was done on January 1st. 2013, and well, it's January 3rd. We don't have an update yet, but that's okay. She didn't say she was going to come here and post every single day, which is cool. Uh, In fact, I think that that would be a little overzealous to try to do a daily blog journal and stuff like that. But uh, I want to talk about this, this New Year's resolutions. By the way, I I don't make New Year's resolutions. I have in the past, and I learned just like Kathy talks about here. That usually start out the beginning of the year with some great intentions and, and it all fizzles out. Exactly what she says. Kathy, I completely agree with you. When I did New Year's resolutions, I was the same way. However, I quit making resolutions and I transitioned and have been won over to the whole idea of goal setting. Setting goals. Being intentional about the destination for which I'm headed toward. So, for example, many people will set reg- resolutions about things that they want to accomplish, which are not really end goals. They're usually, um, uh, they're usually steps like, uh, you know, I'm going to, you know, start, you know, running a mile every day, or I'm going to start running for half an hour every day. Or I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start do this. I'm going to do this. And it's all about the things that you're going to do. It's all about the steps. But it, it really has little to do with, okay, but what where, what is that going to attain for you? Uh, is this for good health? Is this for, you know, is this to achieve or attain some kind of definite goal that you can measure how well you're doing towards that goal rather than, actually beating yourself up for not following one or two of the possible steps that could have got you there. So many times we lock ourselves into the steps and I'm going to share one of those with you uh, here in just a moment after I pause and get myself another drink. All right. So here's, here's what I want to tell you about goals. Uh, I did a, I started a podcast with a friend of mine. His name is Tracy Trost and we started out, it was called life, love in the movies horrible name for that podcast because it really summed up nothing about what that show was about. Uh, And eventually we were able to change it and we changed it to successful life mindset. And I think you can still find it today at successfullifemindset.com. And if you actually, or if you just look it up in iTunes or your podcasting application that you have, if you can get all the way back to episode number one and listen to the, I think it's the first 48 episodes or something like that, I was on that show with Tracy, and then I handed off that brand to him. But uh, we talked almost every week about this idea of, of having a successful mindset for a successful life. And one of the biggest things that we talked about every single week was goals and how do you achieve them? How do you 
achieve success. Now, I am a huge fan of a, a book. Uh, actually, it's an it was an audio program. It's also in PDF form. Uh, you can get it as an ebook. It's all over the place. Just look up Earl Nightingale, and it's called The Strangest Secret. And this has nothing to do with anything that's new agey or anything like that. This is just pure awesomeness, and it's how I achieve most of the things that you see me achieving around uh, what I've been able to accomplish in life. I mean, it, it, of course, there's so much more that goes into it. There's my faith that's involved and and my deep love and care and concern about people and, and things like that. The desire that I have to serve others above my own um, well-being sometimes, that, that certainly has drawn a lot of success. But intention, being intentional about my life, being in, living intentionally, on purpose, you know, setting goals, <clears throat> excuse me, and moving towards them, that is how I've achieved success. And it's one of the reasons why I surround myself with um, positive thinking, forward moving individuals. It's why I created the podcast mastermind. It's why I'm involved in two other mastermind relationships. Um, you know, it, it, it and, and the, by the way, the people who are in I'm in mastermind relationships with and the people in the podcast mastermind, guess what? They're all moving forward. Um, they're, they're growing personally and professionally and I love seeing that happen. And, and, and how is that happening? And, it, and it's, there's no magic formula except for when it comes to goals and goals actually does have, setting goals and achieving them actually does have kind of a magic formula and, and it's not magic, it's just, uh, it makes sense, but it is a formula and I'm gonna tell you that formula right now after I get another drink. All right. So the formula for setting goals is, uh, let's see here. Number one, believe that it's possible. You know, whatever the goal that you're going to set, you have to believe that it's possible. I think it was Henry Ford, who's famous for this quote, that says, he said, whether you believe something is possible or you believe it is impossible, you're, you're probably right. Whether you think something is impossible or possible, you're probably right. And or you're absolutely right. Here's the reason why. And the reason why believe it believe it is possible um is is so essential is because if you don't believe it's possible, your chances are you're not going to be looking you're not going to be on the outlook for opportunities to come to you. So many times the opportunities that the the quote unquote next right step for us to actually walk through to achieve, um, you know, the to actually get closer to that destination of achieving that goal. So many times we're actually those opportunities are surrounding us at all times. And and we didn't actually step through them because we didn't think it was possible what the end result was. And so when those opportunities came to us or were surra- we were surrounded by those opportunities, nobody knew about it. And, and so therefore, the, we didn't actually move in towards that path. So basically, as soon as you believe something that it, believe something is impossible, you immediately shut your mind off to possibilities, the opportunities and um I think Tracy told me some kind of quote a long time ago that opportunities will only afford themselves to uh, the individuals who are open for it. it. That is totally a misquote, but it's the whole idea. It's the idea that opportunities will present them to you, themselves to you, but you're only going to recognize those opportunities 
as you are open to receiving them. So being on the lookout. So beliefs, and if you believe it's possible, then you say, okay, I believe this is possible. I don't have any idea how this could ever really happen in my life. Uh, in fact, it's, it, I mean, this is so big that I would say that this is almost impossible, except for the fact that I've seen some people achieve things that are seemingly impossible. And, and they made things happen. So I know that just about anything is really possible. And I believe this is possible. I just have no idea how it's going to happen. But by golly, I do believe it's possible. I'm setting this as my goal. And I am going to, I'm going to, I'm going to actually walk towards that. Even if that means just kind of chilling out for a while. There are some other steps though. So as soon as you believe that it's possible, what's the next thing that you do? Number one, or number two, step number two is write it down. Write it down on a piece of paper, on a whiteboard. Write it down on, you know, your arm with the Sharpie marker. I don't know. Write it down on something. And physically, with your hand, writing it out. Um, You can type it as, as well. That's fine. You got the tactile function. But write it down. Write it down. This is important because it actually is what what we're doing is we're training our subconscious mind that, uh, you know, we're, we're actually we're not just thinking this thing inside of our head. We're actually physically telling our, our subconscious mind, please store this even deeper. And so rather than just think it, we're also using our hands and our mind and our brain all together to actually work all the things necessary to physically get our goal onto a piece of paper or onto a list. We've told our fingers to move in a certain way on a keyboard or our hand to move in a certain way with the pen in it to actually get this physically written down. And because of that, our subconscious mind is even taking that in deeper. I know that one sounds a little new agey or whatever, but you know, you have to understand there's things about our brain and our subconscious mind that sometimes we don't don't think too much about, especially somebody like myself who grew up in a very, very conservative Christian uh, background who is very much opposed to anything that comes out of some of the thinking and teaching of some other people who have, well, maybe shared some things that are, you know, a little offbeat, if you will. But I do believe in the power of the subconscious mind. And I do know for a fact that writing things down helps. I I can tell you because it it works in my life. You're going to hear that when you hear about my goals for 2012 which I'll share with you in just a moment. All right, so that's number two. So believe it's possible, and number two, write it down. There's something powerful when you write it down. Number three, tell others about it. Now, you can use your own judgment, your own wisdom, your own discernment um, about who you tell about it. My recommendation is don't spend too much time telling the naysayers about it. In fact, I wouldn't actually spend too much time with the people who are naysayers. Um, that's one of the one of the things that you may want to consider. Somebody who's always, you know, playing the the victim role. All you know, woe is me. You know, my taxes are going up, and you know, I you know, I just can't catch a break. Blah blah blah. You know, you tell them what your goal is. Yeah, that'll probably never happen. They'll probably take that away from you. You know, why would you even want to make more money? Because they're just going to tax you more. Uh, you know, those kind of people don't tell. I mean, you can choose whether or not you tell them your goals. But what I would do is I would recommend doing life with people who are positive minded people. 
In fact, I encourage you to go to podcastmastermind.com, not so that you'll go and be enticed to sign up for the Podcast Mastermind, because I make it very difficult for people to get in. Um, but go there just to hear about the this idea of the positive mindset and the negative mental attitude and 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 stuff like that. It there the the whole bit piece of information that I've got at podcastmastermind.com uh is brilliant and and it's I can say that because it's mostly not me it's from uh who is that one from that's from Napoleon Hill most of that stuff is and I don't agree with everything from Napoleon Hill but the information that I shared there I certainly agree with otherwise I wouldn't have put it on my site so go check it out podcastmastermind.com but anyway you tell others about it tell others about it and of course I tell the people I tell are people who know like and trust me who love me uh, so the, I would consider people who would listen to me even when I have a mild case of the flu and bronchial infection and I'm doing a podcast. By golly, I'm going to tell you guys my goals because you guys know me enough and like me enough to hear what my goals are and actually believe that, hey, you know, if, if I can connect Cliff with anybody that's going to help him get closer to his goal, by golly, I'll do it. Um, and then my f- close personal friends um, that that are positive, forward thinking, mind you know, positive mind, mental attitude type of people. I tell them. I tell my business advisors, people that uh, some of you probably would know if I mentioned their names. Uh, and and so I'm very blessed to have some pretty significant people in my life that I can tell about my goals. And I, and I have all my mastermind relationships that I tell people about my goals. So yeah, I I. I tell others about it and I'm going to you're going to hear how that plays in when you hear about how I've been able to achieve the goals that I achieved in 2012. Um not to and I will just say this telling others about it also kind of puts you on the hook for it. You know, this is it's a little bit of a a little, you know, I don't want to let people down kind of thing. It kind of it's a little bit of a accountability as well, but there's more to telling others about it and it's oftentimes discovering what the next right steps are. So believe it's possible, write it down, tell others about it. And then the fourth one is to create a plan or the list of next right steps. And by the way, this is not something that that Tracy and I have always talked about. It's We've always talked about, believe it's possible, write it down, t- tell others about it, and boom, let it go from there. And I do believe those are the only three things you need to start it off. Really, honestly, that's all you need. But I'm adding a fourth step that as the next right steps appear and, and the opportunities arrive, write those down and create a plan around it. You know, it's kind of like on a piece of paper, draw a little dot. You are here and put down the date and then whatever your goal is by whatever date, put that at the other end of the paper and draw a dot and say you are here and write down the goal uh, again and and what date it's achieved by and then draw a line between those two and just realize there's an infinite uh, a potentially infinite number of of things that opportunities that are going to get you and move you one step one step one step sometimes giant leaps and sometimes immediately boom put you right over beyond way beyond what you had originally anticipated let me give you some examples of this. I think it'll make a lot more sense once I share this. So goals that I set for myself in 2012, I set out 12 really crazy goals for myself in 2012. And I'm going to pause and I'll tell you about them in just a second. All right. 
I will share with you the eight goals that I actually achieved. Um, what are some of the goals that I didn't achieve? Uh, I, I think I, I had a goal of building a team of five in 2012. That was one of my goals. I'm actually at a team of four. There's myself, my wife. Um, there is Andrea. She's she's my uh, executive assistant. And then there's also Rebecca, who is a, an assistant that actually helps me with my show notes for Podcast Answer Man. Um, but I don't have a fifth person yet. And um, I'm okay with that for right now. Um, still working out some of the structuring of who who it is and what I need them to do for that fifth person. But I'm not going to add somebody who as a fifth person uh, just because I, I made a goal to, to hire a fifth person to help me. Um, so, so that's one of the goals that I didn't make. Um, I can't recall right now. I didn't write these down. But let me just share with you the goals that I did set. And by the way, some of these are the ones where I thought, how is this possible? I mean, seriously? So one of the goals... One of the goals that I had was to raise the business income. Now, just please understand what I'm talking about this. I'm not talking about my personal income. When it talk, when I talk about this, I'm talking about what the business brings in, total amount of income the business you know, brings in as, um, as uh, profit. Um, well, not profit, but um, I, I guess it, it is. The th- thing is, is equipment sales is the one thing where I only calculate the profit on the order. So I don't actually... Um, bring in the, you know, the, this dollar figure does not include the amount of, you know, quote unquote gross revenue that came in from the total order. And then I subtract out the equipment that I, when I'm calculating business income, I already know how much the equipment's going to cost. I already know how much I'm going to make as profit on top of that. And I track that. So everything else though is, you know, don't worry about it. Here's the thing. My business income for the longest time ever since I set the goal for $10,000 a month, had hit right around an average of $10,000 a month. And when I actually hit $10,000 a month, I kind of breathed easy and t- kind of uh, you know chilled a little bit. And I sometimes went over it. And that just made it even easier for me to just kind of breathe a, si- breathe a sigh of relief for the next month when it began. All of that stuff. So um, here's the deal. When um, I set my goal, I literally, um, I, it was very hard for me to write it down because when I wrote it down, I knew it was going to require something of me if I achieved this goal. And I didn't know if I wanted to put into it what I would need to put into it. But uh, it had taken years to get to the place where I could confidently every month generate $10,000 worth of business income. And my goal for 2012 was to take my business income from $10,000 per month to $20,000 per month. So basically my goal that I that I wrote down was to double the amount of income. And of course in my mind the only way that's going to be possible is to double the double my efforts, double the number of hours, double the number of equipment sales, double the amount of consulting calls and I'm like that's not possible. But I do believe it's possible to generate more income. I've seen, I do life with people who are further along this journey of achieving success in areas that I hope to achieve success in. And I know they don't work nearly as hard as I do and they make a lot more money than I do. So I know it's possible. So my goal is to go from $10,000 a month of business income to $20,000 a month. 
Well, I can tell you it is now January 3rd, 2013. And... I will tell you that there were three months in 2012 when my business generated over $30,000 in business income. Now, did every single month hit $20,000? No, uh, but if I average the entire year, I would say that, and, and I haven't done this yet, I could go in and do a, a quick... Um, uh, profit loss statement and and get the total for the year and then divide it out. But if I had to guess, it, we probably hit seventeen to twenty thousand dollars per month average. Uh, so did I achieve my goal? You better believe I did. And how did I do it? I wrote it down. I believed it was possible. I wrote it down. I told others about it, and I started creating plans <coughs> and writing down the next right steps. And I started to evaluate everything that I was doing. And I started to cut out some of the things that I didn't need to do. And I started to do more of the things that I did need to do. And and actually, when I sat down and looked at all of the opportunities, I know for a fact that if I actually had the entire staff to do all the things, and I took the time to train them, which, you know, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> uh, you know, of course, that, there is. There are some things. I could, my business could be generating $48,000 per month right now. I, I know that that is... Absolutely possible because after I wrote the 20,000 down, I looked at all the things that I'm doing and I looked at realistic numbers. If I was to fully optimize each of my revenue streams and add a few new ones that and what I would expect there reasonably, then I could make $48,000 a month business income. But then I started thinking, do I really want to do all of that and then have the stress and anxiety of having employees right now? And I'm like, no, I don't. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with my goal right now at $20,000 per month. So that was my goal to go from 10,000 to 20,000 per month. I didn't think it was, it, it, it literally pained me to write the $20,000 in big, bold, huge, gigantic print on my whiteboard, but I did. And I told all of my business advisors about it. I told all of my mastermind relationships about it. Everybody knew my goal. It, my, my butt was on the line, you know, and, 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 People knowing my goal, when I shared some of the obstacles and things that I was facing um, as I was going forward through the year, I got some great advice that helped me stay focused on that goal and helped me achieve well beyond it several months. So there you go. Goal number two. Goal number two, increase Podcast Mastermind to 100 members to 100 members. Now I'm going to mark this goal as complete. Although right now I think there are like 44 or 45 members of the podcast mastermind. Now why am I going to mark this goal complete? Well, because when I wrote that goal down, it was before I actually had a full understanding. Matter of fact, it wasn't the goal wasn't even podcast mastermind. It was to increase the podcast the podcast membership group to 100 members. This is before I came up with the idea and the concept of actually turning this into a full-blown mastermind group where I facilitate these mastermind relationships for all of these people. And so the original goal was $97 per month and the new price of what I offer is $297 per month. So obviously the the goal has been achieved by, you know, what I've, you know, initially intended to do there. So I'm 
I'm putting that one down as achieved, even though I don't have 100 members. The intended f- financial, you know, help towards my goal of 20,000 per month had been achieved. So I am working that out. So that we're good there. Hold on one second. All right. The next one is to lay to land my first paid speaking gig. Now, my thinking is like, who is going to pay me to speak? <laughs> but I know people get paid to speak. I had been asked times before if I would, you know, hold on. Okay, I'm back. <coughs> Sorry, this stuff is horrible, this bronchial stuff. Anyway, I had been asked before if um, I, if I, you know, do speaking and how much is my speaker rates and stuff like that. So I knew some people would be interested, but I didn't think, you know, hey, what what is you know, what would it be? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'd i like to actually start getting some paid speaking gigs. This is a new revenue stream I would like to actually try out. And not only that, but I also want to become known as a keynote speaker. I actually want to be one of the guys who's kind of, kind of headlines in a show, you know, where it says, hey, this guy's going to open up this conference. He's going to share this inspirational story or he's going to motivate us and kick things off. Tell us what's possible and uh, tell us, about, you know, he's going to entertain, educate, encourage, and inspire us with a message. And uh, I, and he's our keynote speaker for, for this conference. So that's what I wanted. And so I, I believed it was possible. I wrote it down. I told others about it. <coughs> and guess what? I achieved both of those in one conference. Um, for the Catholic New Media Conference, Father Roderick Von Hogan, his organization have seen me speak. They knew my story. They knew my passion. They said, we would love to pay you to come and speak, and we would like you to open the conference. And voila, there you go. The importance of telling other people, okay? Telling other people, connecting you to the right people. All right, number five, get this. My goal was to be invited back to Blog World NYC and the West Coast event in 2012. Well, many of you know that not only did I get invited back to what is now New Media Expo uh, back in uh, January or June of this year to speak in New York City and also to speak at the West Coast event that's coming up here next week. Uh, not only was I invited to come back, but I am now the director of the podcasting track for New Media Expo. That means that not only was I invited back to be a speaker, I am now paid to be the single person who decides who does or does not get to have a speaking session at New Media Expo. So I'm just telling you, you know, believe it's possible, write it down, tell others about it. Sometimes that goal, you know, and by the way, my goal was to be invited back without me submitting a session and without me, you know, asking, hey, you know, whatever, my goal was for them to actually reach out to me. And they did. So, yeah, that, believe it's possible. Write it down. Tell others about it. Um, goal number six, to spend more time with Stephanie and the kids. This was something that was very important to me. And I thought, how can I do this? And goal number one, raise my income from 10000 to twenty business income to 10000 to 20000 well, I believed it was possible. I wrote it down. I told others about it. I've been held accountable and I am spending a lot, <coughs> excuse me, a lot more time with Stephanie and my kids. 
a lot more time, and it is awesome. I've had to learn how to say no a lot. I've been judged by a few people for my saying no to them. And honestly, it still hurts to say no. Um, It's not the type of person I like being is the person who knows I have an answer and I have, you know, the information to help you, but I don't have the time to help you. And, And I hate accepting that fact, but it's it's just true. And and I had to be very serious about protecting my schedule and and that's been a very difficult process for me but it's been one that I've done anyway I've not always done it well um, I've made some mistakes along the way in the way that I communicate in my emails there was a recent account where um, somebody called me out on on being too abrupt and short in my responses it's kind of like a real quick no um, you know, I, and I don't have the exact answer to that. I mean, the only other answer is to spend five or 10 more minutes per email. And that gets me right back to where I was before. And, and I, you know, it's, so I, I struggle with that, but here's the thing I'd rather have, I'm at the place right now in my life and in my business where I'd rather have a couple potential clients, community members, a little upset with me in my fact that I did not make myself available to them more than to have my kids grow up and have feelings about me that I do about some of my relationships growing up. So that's a very, very sore subject. And I'm going to move on before I start tearing up because it's a pretty big deal for me. And so I spent some more time with my wife and my kids this year. And I've said no to a lot of people, a lot of people. All right. All right. (laughs) Number seven. Um, to have the talk with Matthew. Now, for those of you who are dads and you have sons, you know what I mean by the talk. And maybe some of you uh, had a dad that did, quote unquote, the talk with you, and they were great and wonderful about it. And it, it gave you a perfect example of how to have that talk with your son. Um, but no, I didn't have that. And so Um, it was, it was very intimidating to me as a father, but it was something I knew that needed to be to happen. And so my son and I, uh, you know, I took him out one day and, uh, you know, we had the talk and gave him some, some information about the opposite sex and all kinds of other things. And he answered questions and it actually ended up being a very great conversation. It was not nearly as awkward as I thought it might be. Um, and he was actually at the end of it, very thankful that I came to him with that information. So, um, Nick in our chat room, he says, I'm not looking forward to the talk and, and I wasn't either. And, and by the way, I just want to say from my experience that I, 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 I I will tell you right now, I believe that, uh, my son, (coughs) my son is in, uh, what is he in sixth grade now? Um, and so I had what I'm going to actually tell you is the first talk. And I can tell that that there's going to be a required, uh, maybe another second or a third talk um, as he gets a little further on. But uh, I opened up the line of communication and I made sure that he understood that, that you know, we can we can have open dialogue. And, uh, so, you know, I set that as a goal and, 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 and by the way, that was, that was as big as goal as any of the other ones I talked about. But, uh, yeah, 
And then goal number eight that I accomplished this year was to come up with my, to create a personal mission statement and to create a list of my core values. This is something that I've always heard Dan Miller, my great friend, mentor, personal advisor, business advisor, and everything else, great friend. Uh, He talks about core values, mission statements all the time and uh, talks about how important they are. And well, I finally this year gave wrote out my personal mission statement. I shared it with Dan and I thought he was going to give me all kinds of pointers and, you know, suggested changes of what I might be able to do to kind of focus it and clear it up a little bit and do this or that. And I was shocked when he wrote back and said, man, that is that is dead on. And the best thing I love about that cliff is that you can apply. It's not just podcasting. It can be. You can apply that to no matter what you do in life, and that is your personal mission statement. So here it is. My mission is to dedicate my life to entertaining, educating, encouraging, and inspiring others, to share my passions and experiences in life in an authentic and transparent way, even if that means waking up six minutes before you hit record or come down and turn the live stream on and you got the flu and your hair's not even fixed. But anyway, to share my passions, experiences in life in an authentic and transparent way that inspires others to make positive changes in their lives. That, you know, I just want to point that out. That's that's my goal for all of these podcasts. My goal isn't just to teach you how to podcast with Podcast Answer Man. My goal is to help you make positive changes in your life. And I believe creating a podcast and getting that message that's been inside your head and your heart for so long and putting it out there for the world to hear and benefit from, I believe that that will have a positive change in your life. And yeah, if you're a business owner, it might have a positive change in your business life. That's great too. But that's why I do this. That's why I do what I do. So I want to be known as a follower of Jesus who authentically attempts to live out my faith though I may fail miserably at times, in a way that engages popular culture without turning others off. I want to always be prepared to give a reason for the hope that I have and to be ready to do so with gentleness and respect. That, my friends, is my personal mission statement. My core values are authenticity, transparency, vulnerability, integrity, honesty, trustfulness, gratitude, focus, passion, self-discipline, grace, forgiveness, and yes, subconsciously it's probably there for a reason and it's last, humbleness. And maybe I should move it to the top. But um, that, my friends, is, is what I achieved in 2012. All of that in 2012, and those were all goals. Out of 12 goals, I achieved eight. That's not bad. And that's the difference between goals and just making some resolutions. And I hope that encourages and inspires you guys. And by the way, my friends, if you have been thinking about creating a podcast, now is the time to get it started. I'm telling you. 2013, I believe this could be the year we go fully mainstream. I've seen Pat Flynn, my great friend, had an article about his business and his podcast in the New York Times. 
I've seen USA Today do an article about podcasting this past week. I've seen Mashable talk about podcasting left and right. I see podcasting everywhere. Of course, I'm in this bubble and stuff like that. But here's the great thing. I don't follow all the news. I follow Mashable. I see those. But I don't follow New York Times, USA Today, and blah, blah, blah. And everybody's always emailing me. Did you see this? Did you see that? Did you see this? So some great things are happening in the podcasting world. I believe it's going to go mainstream 2013, 2014 at the latest. And I'm going to do whatever I can to participate in making that happen. How about you? Is this the year that you want to launch your podcast? I encourage you to first check out learnhowtopodcast.com. If you already podcast, why not do a blog post about this free tutorial? Tell people that it's absolutely free. I don't even ask for your email address. There's no strings attached whatsoever. Over 13,000 people have watched the first video and more than 8,000 have seen almost all other of the eight episode or eight episodes of that tutorial. So it's making an impact. I hope that it will help you learn how to podcast.com absolutely free. For those of you who want to do this on, you know, take it more seriously and do it professionally, I encourage you to check out my podcasting A to Z course, podcasting A to Z.com. Podcasting A to Z.com. Read all the information on the page. I encourage you to scroll all the way down to the bottom where it says, I have one more question. And it says right below that, client testimonials. And there's a video, a YouTube video that uh, shows on the thumbnail a guy that's partially bald there on the top uh, in a studio. And uh, the title on the YouTube video says, Podcasting A to Z is for me. That's my good friend and also uh, podcasting A to Z alumni member, Ben Wilson. He did a 12-minute video on his thoughts about the podcasting A to Z course. Go check that out. Not to mention the fact that I'll have a ton more videos coming from some other testimonials that I have. But um, anyway, here's the deal. I leave Saturday for Vegas and I... Uh, we'll be there until the following Saturday, or well, actually Friday, and then I get home Saturday. And then that Monday, I launch my next podcasting A to Z course. My friends, if you want to participate, it starts Monday, January 14th. Register now. Please go to podcastingatoz.com. Use promo code PAM in the shopping cart. You'll get $100 off promo or discount code PAM. God bless you all. I hope to get something to you from Las Vegas next week. Talk to you later and go set those goals.